Hey guys, welcome to FOMO Daily's K-Pop Stancast. Uh, super fun episode today. We're talking to a Priston fan group. It's uh, Priston LTI. That's uh, for Lady Teen International. Um, if you're a Priston fan, you probably follow these guys. You've been to their website. And we're talking to Noah, who's one of their main uh, admins and does a lot of their posting and all that sort of stuff. Um, it's a really interesting episode. We get into sort of the usual topics about their latest comeback and how Noah got into K-pop originally. We talk about you know Seventeen being the the guy group from Pletus and then the whole process of of Priston coming out and the members that are in IOI, all that sort of stuff. We also get into all the stuff that's going on around their youngest member, Kyla, and sort of the backlash she's been getting from some fans about, you know, body size and weight and all that sort of stuff. Um, So it's a really interesting episode, mix of kind of very fun topics and some serious topics. So I hope you guys enjoy. Definitely want to know what you think in the comments. Um, And if you're listening on iTunes, obviously in the reviews section, all that sort of stuff. Uh, before we get into the episode, today's episode is brought to you by shop.fomodaily.com. That's our website where we sell tons of cool t-shirts, always new stuff going up there, always different sales going on. So if you haven't been, make sure to go check it out, shop.fomodaily.com. Uh, you won't regret buying an awesome t-shirt there. And now here is Priston LTI. Hey, is this Noah? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for being on our podcast today. Thank you for letting me on here. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm excited to talk to you because um, I don't know a ton about Priston, but I remember mm-hmm. when we had our booth, we were at KCON and we had a booth. Um, we were doing different little dance competitions and stuff like that. And I was surprised because the the dance competition or the the people that knew the most dances were actually Priston fans like we had done some BTS <laughs> stuff and some EXO stuff and people were doing a couple moves and then uh, we put on um, the Priston single the Wee Woo and people oh. people just went like these like five different girls that didn't even know each other all popped out of line and were doing the <laughs> the dance like on point I was oh boy yeah I realized it was a fandom group that like must go pretty deep. Um, Cool, so welcome welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you not only about sort of your fandom and your fandom group, which is mm-hmm. um, Priston LTI, but also about obviously Priston um, and the group themselves. So mm-hmm. t- to start off, I, I sort of read some articles about it and I've been trying to sort of connect all the dots, but can you just tell me how Priston as a group formed and sort of what their history was? Because I feel like there's there was people that were in one group and then another group that got named and then they debuted as a different group. I feel like there's a lot of moving pieces that, that helped bring them together. Yeah, uh, totally. So the most early sort of formation that there was, was I think only seven members. And I think it was the seven members who went on to uh, go to Produce 101. And they were, they featured on their label mate 17's pre-debut live streams, which were eponymously, I don't know how to say that, but uh, named 17 TV. And I think it was in, I want to say 2013, uh, but they were just on these live streams and they were dancing with 17. And uh, they had a concert with them, which was pretty cool, which was the first performance that they had actually. Among fans, they were called Lady Teen, which is sort of the inspiration for our 
a fan base name. Okay, cool. Yeah, because you guys are Priston and then the LTI stands for Lady Teen International, right? Bingo. Then they went on to, uh, they were in a few music videos with Plutus label mates like uh, Bumzu, I think. And then Orange Caramel, which is the most memorable one since they had the Where's Waldo concept with uh, Copycat. And okay. so they were just as backup dancers in the music video and other performances. And it was really fun. They're still dancers at this point. What, what, what like thrust them into the spotlight? Or did Pletus finally just announce like, okay, these girls that you've seen dancing are going to debut as a group and this is their name? The, ne- the next appearance that they made was on Produce 101 with only seven members. And then two of those clearly went on to debut with IOI, which right. was Nayoung and uh, Kilkyung. Okay. They were with IOI for a little over a year, I think it is. Um, and they got like, they gained a lot of popularity from it. So it sort of helped uh, Pletus. I mean, they were called Pletus Girls at this point. Like they actually had some sort of name. Interesting, okay. Uh, so they were called Pletus Girls with a Z. Um, <laughs> and they had these weekly concerts with the members who weren't in IOI, but they also were on Produce 101. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they in, but then they finally introduced the three members that were left out, which is uh, Sungyun, uh, Kyla, and then who else is it? Oh, Yehana. It was those three that weren't revealed yet until the concerts. Okay, cool. And so, yeah, let's talk about, I, I feel like given the fact that your uh, group is called Pristin LTI, it sounds like you guys were into these ladies and the different combinations of these ladies for a long time. If you're referencing Lady Teen International, was which sort of their fandom underground name when they hadn't mm-hmm. even debuted yet. Like, when did you first, were you, were you with them from day one? Like, how did you first hear about them or find out about them? Um... I was actually sort of a 17 stan. I was a carrot. Okay, um, makes sense. And then I, I found out that there was like this entire different group, like from Produce 101, and the two of them were from Pletus. And I was like, oh, there's a whole thing going on here. Right. And I wanted to support them somehow. And I found out that there was a, I saw that there was a fan base, and I was like, hmm. Hmm. So I just sort of applied and I got hired and I've been with Lady Teen for about a year now. I think I joined last year in May. Nice. So how big's the how big's the group? Uh, I think in total there's about twenty three members, but the some of them are on hiatus due to like exams or work or anything so i think right now the active members are about 13. all right cool let's talk about priston's debut a little bit so you were a fan of them since they had sort of you know their faces were starting to be seen in other people's videos and on stuff like that what was what was it like sort of leading up to their first debut and like what's the roller coaster ride been like as a as a fan of theirs like how when did when did they announce that they were debuting and and then they finally debuted? I want to hear about just sort of that process and what it's like to wait for a group to come out. 
the way that they announced their debut was they had their final concert uh, and I think it was oh, what was it called it was called final concert literally okay. um, <laughs> like and so very on the nose <laughs> yeah and then after that they were like just kidding we have another final concert and it's like a gotcha <laughs> um and that was hi 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 bye right wasn't there something about uh, hi bye I, I think i think there was another one called hi and then there was hi and bye and it was like <laughs> okay just just all right just end it maybe um, <laughs> so this was to sort of maybe deal with like was this during like the name change and adding new members sort of thing, like saying goodbye to the old version and, and hello to the new version? Or am I just trying to make sense out of something that was just kind of confusing? Uh, they they all had the members by high and by. Okay, since, <laughs> so uh, no, so I'm wrong since, on that. <laughs> uh, since IOI sort of went on hiatus by then, Pristine could finally debut and they wouldn't have two members going to different schedules and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So uh, they announced their name at that live stream of the debut, not debut, but showcase of High and By. And it was really like dramatic. And then they, oh, I'll never forget how they introduced themselves as Hi, I'm Pristine's member, this, and I, oh. It just got me. <laughs> they had you. They had you at hello. Literally, they had you at hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one question I had is, I've seen. I think I've only seen two official music videos of theirs, and then a couple dance slash choreography videos. Are there mm -hmm. more official music videos out there that I missed, or have they only put out two? I think I saw We Like, which just came out recently, and then yeah. uh, Wee Woo, which was the first one that I saw. I think that was their debut song. Yeah, there's, uh, before they debuted, uh, when was it? I, oh, I forgot exactly when it was, but was they this had, the We Are Pristine song? Uh, it's a uh, we. Okay. Just, just we. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it had only eight members performing in that song since the IOI members were out and about and they couldn't really record uh, since they were with IOI. Right. And so they just released it as like a pre-debut single for their fans, like as a little gift saying like, thanks for waiting for so long. Nice. And it was, oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because I was looking, I knew those couple music videos, and then I saw, I think, a choreo video for, is it called Black Widow? It's like a... Yes. Yeah, that song, I think, might be my favorite so far of what I've heard. Yeah, um, I, thi I think it's one of their best, yeah. personally. Yeah. So... As a new, as as someone that's learning about Pristin and starting to become a fan to a hardcore fan, what's up? Why aren't there more music videos? I want more music videos. <laughs> oh, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, is that to me? That seems like not that many, but also maybe I'm just finding groups later, so there's more. Like I, I found BTS, you know, a couple years after they had mm -hmm. debuted, so obviously there was more videos for me to watch and stuff like that is this a normal pace i wanted because i went on spotify to listen to more of their music and there was tons i was like oh they have tons of songs out they have like a couple mini albums why like i want more music videos um i think the closest that you can get is probably like if you just want more pristine content then there's always their they do a lot of 
broadcasts on VLive. So okay, I've I, uh, I've seen a lot of other fans, other highs. They say that the best way to get to know the girls is through their V Live, since it's like their true personalities and they're just so funny. Nice. And yeah. Cool. It's all nice. <laughs> awesome. And then yeah, so are the are each of the girls known for I remember I was talking to um I was talking to a Twice fan and they were saying how each of the girls is like very much known for certain personality traits. Is Priston mm-hmm. the same way where like Kyla's the funny one and like someone else is the or are they more just kind of fun and outgoing in general uh i i do think that they have distinct personalities and then they just merge together really well it's like a group made in heaven basically (laughs) nice i like that um all right you know i'm gonna ask you then of the 10 girls what's each each uh lady's sort of defining trait (laughs) i'm gonna go in age order okay uh, <laughs> watch out now um, <laughs> you're like you're like i'm gonna go by exact birthday and blood type thank you <laughs> oh jeez. um the oldest and also the leader nyon uh i think she's known for just being sleepy <laughs> and, and uh because that's There's awesome. Like, She's already my favorite. <laughs> We're one in, and I found my favorite. Both the both the IOI members and Priston members both agree and say that she's like if she's not practicing, or performing, or eating, she's asleep. <laughs> and uh, there's actually like a few pictures of her pre-debut at school where they're all just pictures of her asleep on her desk and at one point i guess the teacher was so fed up they she put a desk that was you could only rest on it if you were standing and she fell asleep there too <laughs> like there, there's a picture for just asleep standing it's incredible that's fantastic yeah so far she's my front she's front runner for being my bias in this group 100% and then the next one is roa who, uh, her introduction is like, I'm Roa with the hypnotizing eyes because her eyes are just like super gorgeous and her face is gorgeous in general. She, she's, she's just very beautiful. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, <and> she's, <laughs> she's super witty, I think. And uh, she's also the tallest in the group, I'm pretty sure. She's about 5'8", which I think is, 170 centimeters. Okay, cool. So Roa's perfect. She's you're like she's on um, the prettiest one. She's really funny and she's like tall. Is she also like the best singer and dancer in the group? Close. She she's close. Uh Okay. But she's she's all she's all around a pretty good member. And then the next one <laughs> I I can't say her name right ever, but Yuha's like um She's just like Roa. She's super pretty, and uh, <laughs> her her nickname was Golden Ratio, I think, pre debut because of her like proportions and her body. Oh, jeez! On Weekly Idol, they measured her waist, and she was like screaming because they were just squeezing it. But what? they got to yeah, it. They were like trying to measure her waist because there's like a weird obsession with having an ant waist and she had 15 centimeters which is insane i, I, don't, I don't even know i'm still living. processing everything that you're telling me right now <laughs> she's she's just 
Oh, Were they measuring everyone's waist or just her because she's golden ratio person? Just her. Okay. But she's she had the lowest centimeters in the whole history of Weekly Idol, which is a pretty weird thing to focus on, but yeah. I digress. <laughs> Number four is, I think it's Unlu, who, speaking of Julia, her her name is Julia in English. Nice, says, new bias. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, and fans of the, what was it? Uh, some fans nicknamed her Nunu, which is pretty cute, and she loves it, like, to death. <laughs> nice. Um, she's, like, the happiest member, I guess, like, the happy virus, they always call it. Nice, so, um, like, very cheerful, good mood all the time, that sort of stuff. Number five is <laughs> Reina, who is the, she calls herself the munchkin rapper, since she's the shortest. She's a uh, five three, five four. Okay. Uh, number six is the one of the three forum members that Kristen has, who is Kyokyung, and uh, she's from Shanghai in China. I remember that very specifically. Cool. Um, but like, God, right when you look at her, you're like, I know exactly who the visual is, and it's this girl right here. Oh, like, really? I, it's not. Yeah. It's not. Um, you said you say her name wrong, so I'm not even gonna try. But the second <laughs> lady that you mentioned, who's just Girl. very, very pretty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but both of them, like, if if they're standing in the same room, you gotta wear sunglasses, basically. <laughs> um, she's uh, besides being one of the most beautiful women on earth, uh, she plays the pipa, pipa, pipa. It's like a four-stringed instrument, and like, she's like really good at it too. Like crazy good. She nice. sung. She sung while playing it uh, at the High and By concert, and it's like one of my favorite performances by the girls. I gotta look that up. It's like I don't seeing even God. Know what that instrument is. Who's the next one? I think it's. Um, I think it's Yehana, who's. Uh, she's like a smiling angel. She's like a giant ball of sunshine, basically. Nice. Uh, like the one specific thing that I remember very well about Johanna is that there are no pre-debut pictures of her, like none. How often do you Google it to see if you can find some? <laughs> the, the thing is she shares the same uh, like birth name with one of the members from G Friends, so it's like impossible. Oh, that's really funny. Find... Yeah, <laughs> so that, that's just another little block that right. we can't get past. Right, not you can't even put the name in quotes on Google to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Um, That's funny. Alright, who's next? Uh, this is number two of the foreign members, Sungyun. Okay. Um, she's Korean-American as well, and uh, her English name is Shannon, which is pretty cute, and uh, fans usually call her Bay since her full name is Shannon Bay, nice. and it's, it's it's a whole funny thing, but it's pretty cute. <laughs> um, she's one of the members who composes and writes the most for the group, which is pretty cool. Uh, she plays the guitar and stuff, and she's just... I think everyone <laughs> agrees that she has, like, the most powerful vocals in the group. Like, Very cool. Oh, she, she can <laughs> hold a note, that's for sure. Nice. 
So not to go off on too much of a tangent, but yeah, this is something else I wanted to ask you about. I know, um, yeah, Priston's known for sort of writing and composing a lot of their own songs. Are there, mm-hmm. I guess my question was, are there a few members within the group that do sort of most of that or are most skilled at that? Or is it really all 10 of them sort of write and compose um, different songs? The members who do it the most are probably Songyun, Kyla, and uh, Reina. I'm pretty sure it's like those three who do the most, but they all contribute in some way. Okay. It's pre- it's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> they're just they're just like their label mate Seventeen, so it's so a lot of people who are fans of Seventeen think that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Since they're just the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you like the boys now. Here are the girls. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, um, okay, cool. And then does that bring us to Kyla? Is that our last member, or is that was that only nine? There's one. There's more. one more. <laughs> And it's a uh, Shion, who uh, like in in Wewu the first line is like I'm the princess of my house, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Sungyun who wrote that lyric because Shion's the literal princess of Pledis Entertainment. Uh, she's she's been at Pledis for I think nine or ten years. Oh wow! Like like she's been there forever. But she's also, she's the second youngest, so she must have been there since she was like, what, like, Yeah, she eight? was like a, she was, she was a child actress, and okay. she's been, uh, she's been in so many commercials and films, like, she's, she, she's everywhere, she, I think she even won an award for being like a really pretty baby. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I got I that award too. I remember this. Nobody Google that, but I got that award too. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Um, but she's like, man, I don't know. She feels like the most professional one since she's just been at this for years. Right. Sounds like she came out of the womb sort of ready to be on camera and on stage and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Uh, now it's Kyla, our Kyla. sweet, sweet youngest member. <laughs> um, she's a rapper and she's a Capricorn and I'd die for her. <laughs> she, you, you can tell that she's my favorite. <laughs> so um, Kyla's your, your bias in, uh, in Priston. Yeah. Nice. She's, uh, other things. She's from, I, I said it, I said it earlier, but she's from California and Korean American. And she was a child actress like she, um, and, uh, her brother who's, actually active on Twitter has said that she's like the responsible type who's quiet but she's like really friendly and sweet once you get to know her and uh yeah and she writes lyrics and composes so nice and raps and raps yep (laughs) very cool so yeah here's I think it's only right since this is a Priston podcast and we're talking about Kyla I know there's been some news going on with her recently and I don't know if there should be like a trigger warning here or something, but I know it's like sort of a sensitive topic, but Mm -hmm. it seems like there's been some issues with fans, some fans, of course, not all fans, um, Mm -hmm. like basically for lack of a better word, and this is what the term that other people are using, fat shaming her or, you know, basically hating on her for not being, you know, a size zero or whatever it is. Um, I've only been sort of learning about this 
in the past week or two, you're probably more informed about it as mm-hmm. a Princeton fan and Kyla's your bias within that group. Like, yeah, yeah g- can you tell me a little bit more information about sort of how that started or what's been going on with that? Um, ever since, like, way, way back pre-debut, ever since the three other members of the of Princeton were announced, like, those three members are... Uh, I think they're known as the members who don't have enough love. Like, uh, like they weren't really accepted, I guess, at first. Like, now they have a lot of love, but... Um, so at first, fans were like, no, our group is these seven people. We don't, we don't need three more people yeah, coming in. Yeah, because I think it's mostly because uh, Sungyeon has, like, cute chubby cheeks and they were just like oh okay so she's fat and so is this younger one too and it's like jeez like and she's also cuz 15 now i don't know when this all started yeah. but she's 15 now and i can only imagine like what that's yeah, like last, for a teenager in the year, spotlight yeah last year she was like literally 14 at that time so like whew. um but uh i mean as a Kyla stan myself, I'd be lying if it didn't, if I said it didn't make me upset. Yeah. You know, but... I think yeah. as a human, it should make people yeah. upset. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, our fan base, our LTI fan base as a whole, hasn't made much of a statement on it since, like, uh, the whole concept of, like, beauty like human beauty is super subjective regarding weight. So it's just sort of like a sensitive topic, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I get, yeah, but, I get there's different sort of, obviously each culture has its own standards of beauty mm-hmm. and expectations and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but, like, but at the same time, like if any members being thrown hate, we're not exactly cool about it. Right, right. Um, plus there, there's like, way way more things to worry about than a 15 year old girl's weight that's what i'm saying <laughs> like, like like there there are natural disasters happening right now i don't you're worried about whether this i don't know skirt fits i don't get it yeah yeah i think it's, this is one of those like it's kind of an awkward conversation because i think part of especially being FOMO Daily sort of new to the K-pop game and is like constantly mm-hmm. learning more and more about not only the different groups but like the different sort of cultural impacts and like expectations mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. So one of the main things for us is always to try to be super open-minded and like of course not judge anybody because who are we to judge and you know mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. However, I think this may be one of the points where like I want to draw the line and be like, no, this is unacceptable. Like I don't care yeah. how big of a fan you are of this group or or what you like in K-pop versus what someone else likes in K-pop. Like this is not cool. This is a 15 year old kid who's super talented, and if you don't like it, go follow another group. Like this is this to yeah. me, it seems unacceptable. Unacceptable, regardless of you know whatever culture you're from or whatever your personal standards of beauty are. Like. Uh uh, my part in the team is like updating news and stuff and translating so like when I visit sites in Korean and I have to like if I'm translating and then I see comments and they're like just negative about her and it's it's just the it's the dang worst I don't know if I can swear on this you go for it it's bullshit let's say it (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh it's just ridiculous yeah 
Could just you pictures of her get like angry reacts and it's crazy. Yeah. And this is obviously you're not like you haven't pulled the entire Priston community or K-pop fan community, but mm-hmm. do you have a sense in general of like is it a majority of the fans that feel that are sort of against Kyla or is it sort of a small select group and that are just being really vocal about it? Like, is there a sense of ha- what percentage or, or how large the uh, the anti-Kyla stuff is? Um, I think from what I've seen entirely is more people are like, okay, maybe you don't agree with how she's handling her body, but like, it's her body and whatever she wants to do with it, she'll do with it. And, uh, I, I think most of them are just like don't hate on her that bad basically. So, <laughs> so she ha- she has she has more support than it seems, I think. Okay, cool. But it sounds like a lot of it's sort of um like safe support meaning they're not calling people out for being jerks. They're just being like, "Hey, don't yeah. be that mean." <laughs> they're yeah, they're like, "Okay, maybe you can do this, but like maybe don't <laughs> just 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 consider it i don't know yeah like totally do it if you want to but i mean maybe <laughs> you don't do it um yeah. interesting okay cool well i'm glad i'm glad you're on the right side of that yeah. argument um okay cool something else that's a little more lighthearted that i wanted to ask you about i'm hoping you've seen the episode of this show that Priston's on and maybe some other episodes, but I watched in preparation for this podcast, I watched an episode of something called Let's Dance that they were on. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I enjoyed it and I think I understood like (laughs) 50 to 60% of what was happening. Um, Can you explain that show to me in general and then if the Priston episode was different than other episodes, like what was they were specifically doing? I know there was something with like, you know, a step counter and trying to do the dance moves right, but also get steps. But yeah, what's that show? Um, Tell me about it. I was into it. uh, Originally, the show is about like, uh, they do these little mini games and then whoever wins the mini games gets to uh, show exactly how their dance moves are, like the dance moves that are used in the chorus. So um, it, that's how it was originally, but for this one, they just did like, they just needed to break a record of shaking the pedometer within a certain, uh, like within 300 and 400, I think it was. Yeah, so I remember they, they were all trying to get like the they were trying to get over four hundred, but I I don't think anybody did. And then I think one one of the members I think maybe forgot to restart her powers. Oh, oh no no it was uh, <laughs> uh, they were they made a bet they made like a deal with the producers and they were like okay we can't we can't get the exact number you're asking can we just sort of make it like three hundred to four hundred and they were like sure and then Johanna the most like innocent one of them uh they were all saying like oh i got 382 blah 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 and she was like i got 404 and they were like it, you're not supposed to go over <laughs> and she, she, she you could see just the world crumble before her it was so much uh, it was super fun to watch so on different episodes are th- there's like different challenge it's not always see how many steps you can get or how many like wrist shakes you can do it's just different challenges around choreography and dance moves and stuff nice do you remember any other episodes i feel like i'm about to go on a youtube rabbit hole of let's (laughs) Um, dance videos i mean the most memorable one for me is the one that g friend did for rough and like 
I I was really into G Friend for a long time, so like I I watched it like religiously, um, and I I don't know something about that episode was really funny, and I ended up learning the dance through it. So nice. There there's always a pro to everything, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole basics of it are just showing how the dance is and just doing it through fun mini games basically nice i like it let's see so the other thing i wanted to ask you about is uh the we like comeback what did you think what were your thoughts oh oh i loved it right when uh Shion's in the in the center and she's like i got a crush on you like the whole <laughs> the whole choreo for that bit is really good yes yeah. it's so it's so iconic i mean I I hope it becomes iconic, I guess, just like Wii U did with Boop Boo, you know. Yeah, totally. I really, really enjoyed it. It's super bright, super fun. I like the karaoke scene at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, I guess my last question is, is there, what do you expect in the future? Anything, like, you expect another comeback sometime soon? Do you think they're going to be going on tour? What's what's coming up for Priston? Um, I actually saw... A, a Korean fan asked Kyla, and like, I think they asked, uh, when was the next comeback coming? Like, do you know? And I think Kyla said next year, since, uh, since like, newest is, newsw is coming out, and then Seventeen's having a comeback in November, I think it was. And then, like, th- this news came out just yesterday, but, uh, Pletus is producing for the Idol School group that debuts. I think they literally just got formed like hours ago, but... Oh, wow. Uh, you yeah, heard it here but, first, people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I have no idea. I don't know why Pletus is doing that, but I, I don't know. I'll, I'll trust the CEO. Yeah, are you questioning Pletus' judgment? <laughs> It, it, it's sort of a common thing if you're a Pletistan. I, oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, just questioning choice. You think you think Priston should be like riding the wave right now, so putting out some more stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of uh, fans noticed that there wasn't much media player like articles being written about Priston. So then, like the ranking that they got on Melon was really low. Right, but since there wasn't any, like, there weren't any articles written about it, so they just relied on just sheer know, fan, like, find people yeah. finding it rather than showing it to them, sort of thing. Well, awesome. Yeah, are there any other projects that you guys are working on as a fan group right now? Anything you're looking to do in terms of getting viewer counts up, or yeah, any sort of special projects <laughs> or special initiatives? Um, right now we don't have anything planned, but we've had, I think four or five in the past, um, we held this project for a message book just compiled of supportive messages of love and stuff to Kristen, who were at that time still known as Pledis Girls. Um, So we just sort of gathered all of these messages and we translated all of them and we just made it into this nice little booklet and then a K-fan was so generous to, like, they offered to transport it to the building, and we have, like, pictures of the building and everything, and it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, and 
I'm pretty sure that they did uh, receive it too, which is super cool knowing that, you know, they've seen our work and right. know that the whole fan base is there. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and I think the most recent one that we did was, I think we named it the Kyla Project, um, which was like right in the heat of the moment when uh, Kyla was receiving, starting to receive like so many malicious comments and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. We like held this hashtag where everyone would put their like messages of love and support and then Kyla's brother uh, Luke who's once again active on Twitter and everything yeah um he offered to like send them all to Kyla and just like all of that and Kyla actually wrote back like oh that's awesome she hand wrote like thank you so much uh, uh she has this one thing that she always says where it's like something uh what is it uh hardships for a whole bunch of hardships but then like a lifetime of glory i think it was <coughs> I, I i don't remember exactly what it is i'm, I'm a bad stan <laughs> but um and she wrote like she had this calligraphy everything called it was uh kindness changes everything and like like it was just really nice. That's awesome. And and so she knows she knows how much support she has, and you can tell that her confidence is just skyrocketed. That's recently. awesome. Can, I love you that. You can tell. It's yeah, cool she, that she got back to you guys. Good. It's cool that she saw it. It's cool that you did that. That's I love everything yeah. about that. That's super cool. Yeah, she's doing a lot better now. I think nice. personally, uh, she's just very, she's really strong and confident. She's been saying like let the haters hate ever since pre debut So yeah, go Kyla. If there's, any, yeah. if there's any chance Kristen or Kyla's listening to this, we got your back. We're down with you. Good job. I love you, Kyla. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, I think that's it for, for us today. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun, actually. Awesome. I'm glad. Um, before I was I worried. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not too bad, right? I'm not too scary. <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> awesome. Um, before I let you go, where can people find you online? Where they, where can they find you if they want to follow you? Where can they find your fan group? All that sort of stuff. Our Twitter handle is LadyTeenIntl, and uh, we have our own website, LadyTeenIntl.com as well. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Maybe we'll have you on again uh, when they have their next comeback, which is hopefully not next year, but maybe sometime later this yeah. year. That'd be great. I'd, I'd be looking forward to it, if so. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Have a, have a great evening. You too. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. That was uh, our first episode on Priston. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, good job. You found us. We're new to Spotify, and people are starting to listen there, which is awesome. If you're listening on iTunes welcome again make sure to rate review and subscribe if you're listening there if you're on soundcloud leave us a comment about what you want to hear next uh, and you're if you're listening on anything else i don't know i'm sure there's a thumbs up button or something so give us one of those uh thanks for listening and we'll see you next time <laughs>